Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are live. Thank you for joining me on this beautiful Tuesday evening. Make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, all that fun stuff. I really appreciate y'all being here. We got some crazy stuff to talk about this evening. You know how it goes. Jump right into things, kaboom. What's up, guys and girls? Get these. That one right there. What up, what up? I see Wolverine's in the house. I think Sonya's listening, too. What's up, Sonya? Glad to have you with us, sir. Get this rumble chat up here, too. I'm all out of sorts. I had things to do at a regular scheduled time, so I'm late. Sorry. So sorry about that. About to get it together, though. Give me one second. Shout out to all the Rumble folks over there on Rumble. Shout out to all the YouTube folks on YouTube. Make sure you follow me on all these other platforms you see scrolling right there. On Rumble, Instagram, and Twitter. Before we get started, make sure you go over to rebelwithoutareason.com. You're going to find a link to the show over there. 
when we're done here on YouTube, we're going to go to Rumble. Make sure you follow that link that's in pinned in the comment section, or you can go to the link in this description of the video and check us out over there when time comes. Show your support while you're over there. Get some of that Trump merchandise. Not guilty mug shot on a mug. Get that Rebel stuff as well. Show your support over there. Rebelwithoutareason.com I sure do appreciate y'all. Now we got to get in into the fun stuff. Do, 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 do. So you saw that thumbnail. You saw the title for the show. Somebody don't like crackers very much. Not even in their soup. What up, turning guns? Got all kind of breaking news happening, but we're gonna not gonna go down that road right now. Do that later. So you saw the thumbnail, not even in my soup. This bitch can't stand crackers. I don't want to see not even one around here. Not even one. Put some crackers in my soup. It'll be the last thing you ever do. Allegedly. So I don't know if y'all saw the main story that's going on, on the internet for the last couple of days. But Steven Crowder then went and made a boo-boo again. Talking about things he shouldn't be talking about. Getting blocked on every platform here, there, and everywhere. Caught him on a, a interview with the locals. Fox 17 News here in Nashville. They were asking if he was going to divulge his sources for the uh, transcripts that had went out. And he said, uh, he ain't going to do it, man. Um, and I know you touched on this a little bit before, but would you ever give up your source to law enforcement agencies or the city of Nashville? As we know, they said they're launching an investigation mm -hmm. on this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would, I would say uh, they can go fornicate themselves with a wire brush. <laughs> I hope I've crystallized that for you. That definitely, yes. And I know you've said that you would go to jail for them. So that is a, uh, it's fair to say that as well. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he don't care. He ain't going to divulge them sources up, man. People are dumb as hell. And these reporters, you can tell when they talk to him, they have, they can't handle this motherfucker. Because he's got quick answers for everything. All their little bullshit that they put out there. Fantastic. He did a, a couple great interviews on there. The raw footage is on there. Uh, the whole interview with Fox 17. Y'all can find that on my Twitter page or just look it up on YouTube. The raw Steven Crowder interview. 
It's pretty good, man. She actually let him talk. There, she was a young reporter, and they're not really taking him seriously. Whenever they put the reports out of all this that's going on right now, he got the leaked. Uh, you can't even talk about it right now. It's it's getting banned on YouTube everywhere. The writings from the assailant that went to the place and did some things, you know. But he had two interviews that I know of with a couple of local reporters, one from Channel 4 and one from Channel 17. Um, he's talking about the Covenant School shooters, the leaked writings. I don't know if y'all saw those or not. We're going to talk about it in depth a little bit later. Just giving you the gist of what's happening right now. We will be going through it later for sure. We're talking about what we can talk about right now on this uh, highly censored platform. But let's see what the the MPD said. This is a statement from the Nashville Metro Police Department. Just so everybody understands what I'm reading here. It's got their little logo on there. It's directly from them. It says the Metro, Metro Nashville Police Department is in communication with the Metropolitan Department of Law as an investigation begun this morning continues into the dissemination of three photographs of writings during an online discussion about the Covenant School. The photographs are not MNPD crime scene images, which I would take that to mean like their forensics team have got on scene and they're the ones actually taking and taking pictures and documenting everything, put it into a file and say, okay, these are part of the crime scene images. These are not those. The police department has been in contact with the representative of the covenant families. Police department counselors are available to assist them in coping with emotional trauma caused by the dissemination so they're saying just the release of these is damaging the people, not the lack of uh, reporting or the lack of facts or motive. None of that's damaging to anybody, but so then the Nashville mayor came out in response to the the leaked images. Is now underway to figure out who leaked writings from the Covenant School shooter. Concer Just a pause for a second. Holly Thompson is thick as hell. Look at look at Holly Thompson. Finding a motherfucker, boy. Mm -mm -mm. Get alert. But she's gonna uh, spout some OBS here in a second. And as soon as they start talking about Crowder, they're gonna drag him through the mud, talking about uh, 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 
past news things that he's been in, you know what I mean? Allegations with his divorce and stuff like that. So uh, pay attention to that when we get into it. Let's roll. Conservative podcast host Steven Crowder released those images on social media. Well, this man's no stranger to controversy. He's been accused of homophobia, racism, even prejudice against women. Well, now the Uvalde Foundation for Kids is calling on people to boycott his Louder with Crowder podcast. But Crowder remains defiant, saying he does not regret releasing the images. He says it's taken Metro Police too long to release the shooter's writings. You have only released three pages, and I'm wondering if you think that's irresponsible. I sincerely don't believe for a second, and I don't think that you do, that any of this would have ever been released if not for what took place today. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. They chopped up this interview uh, to make it the narrative fit however they wanted to, and that's what you do in the news. You take the best parts of the interview, put them together. You don't have a whole lot of time. Get the message out there as quick as you can. But... Within them doing that, they omit a few things that makes it seem a certain way. So, uh, Crowder, he posted the full interview on uh, X, and you can find it over there on Twitter, whatever you want to call it, um, because they actually took down his broadcast of the whole thing because he actually read it all out loud, which... Candace Owens read hers out loud, too. It wasn't a live stream, but it was a video. I saw it today. Uh, it was a premiere video. They'll probably take that shit down, too. But it, no matter who's saying whatever, the facts are going to speak for themselves. All we want to do is get the facts. We don't care what he did in his past. We don't care if he beat the hell out of his wife. That's between him and the lawyers and his wife. We're talking about covering the news. You know what I'm saying? So he posted the whole thing on there, and with him answering the questions as they frame it, he he looks a particular way, like he only really cares about getting the story out there. It's it. We're done. We don't have nothing else to do with it. But he went a lot more in-depth with the answers that he gave, and it wasn't what he wanted to hear. What they wanted to hear, that's why they uh, edited it out. Let's roll. I hope if they have more and there's more context, great. I want to. Our job here is is done. As for how Crowder got pictures of the writings, well, he tells us a journalist from his team flew into Nashville to see the images on the source's phone. Then he says they verified that those images came from a phone number from someone who was there on the scene of the shooting. Crowder tells us the authenticity of the images was then confirmed by a Metro detective. Crowder also says he'll go to jail before revealing that source. Metro's top lawyer is now leading the charge to figure out who that source is. New today, Nashville Mayor Freddie O'Connell says so far, Metro Legal has been in contact with the U.S. Attorney's Office and the Metro Police Department's conducting its own internal review. He says he has not seen the leaked images and he doesn't plan to see them. Yeah, I believe that. You don't believe the mayor of the city has not seen those leaked images? I beg to differ. If he's on t TV giving a statement about it, I can guarantee he saw it. Families have been deeply involved in this, both the family of the shooter, but also the families at the school. That's the reason that the, um, the documents are not 
public documents at this time has to do with their pursuing their rights as victims in court, and we have no intention of interrupting that. I just want to say that if the taxpayers are paying for the police force to go down there and do all this investigation, it's our right to know what the hell is going on in there. So sorry to let you know. If we're paying for the cops to do the investigation, which we are, the public is privy to that information. Yeah, all this shit just happened. The the Nashville shooter that happened back in uh the summer, spring, summertime. And uh the the leaked documents just happened yesterday. Just yesterday. So it's one of them hot topics. You might not see your boy anymore after this <laughs> after this broadcast. <laughs> oh shit, let's keep going. Freddie O'Connell there says in the interest of public safety and victims rights, the process should play out in court. Well, Covenant School parents are also now reacting. Our WSMV force, Ryan Breslin, is now hearing from some of them who say this leak is re-victimizing children and families. You have to remember that the Covenant School shooters writings have been a part of an ongoing lawsuit basically to decide whether or not they should be made public. But this was all planned, in my opinion. They want to keep it in litigation so nobody can really see what's happening. Yesterday, when that conservative talk show host took it upon himself to leak three images of the writings, it certainly upset many people, including investigators. I like how they frame this, the conservative podcaster, and he took it upon himself. Members of law enforcement, our city's mayor, and Covenant School families. Father of three, Brent Leatherwood, is concerned that the release of these images could lead to copycats, saying a shooter in Allen, Texas, referenced the Covenant School shooter when carrying out their attack. He shared a strong message to whoever leaked the images of the writings. You are a viper. You are a viper. So this guy is supposed to be a spokesperson for the families, like he had a kid, allegedly. I don't know all the facts, but just from what I've gathered so far. This guy's kid went to the school, but wasn't one of the victims, but they have chosen him allegedly to speak on behalf of all those victims, families. You're a member of the law enforcement community, and you have released evidence that was gathered in our most vulnerable moment. You have now allowed this woman who terrorized our family. Woman, you hateful bigot. Didn't she want to be called uh, a man? She was a transient trying to, she was in the middle of the, the journey. With bullets to be able to now terrorize us with words from the grave. Leatherwood says Metro assured him that this is a felony and whoever is responsible will be brought to justice. He hopes that that person turns themselves in. In Nashville, Ryan Breslin, WSMV4. All right, so as far as the people turning themselves in, it's supposed to be allegedly two police officers that are going to be fired because of this from what Candace Owens has reported. Um, I don't know if any of that's true or not. Things are still kind of happening as it goes. But on the interview that Steven Crowder had, he said that if there are firing police officers because of these leaked documents or whatever, they're already making a bad decision and they're setting themselves up for maybe a potential lawsuit because that's not who they got it from. 
They alleged that he paid somebody for it. He said he did not pay nobody for it. He got an informant. They they have a whole undercover team, and they got in touch with somebody contacted them. He turned it over to the under undercover investigations of his uh, little network there, and uh, they came and flew to Nashville and met with the source number one that said, hey, I know source number two that's an insider in the police department that allegedly was on scene because if you see those photographs, there's a Metro Police uh, cruiser in the background right there. So it's like right there on the scene, allegedly. You know what I'm saying? So whoever the detective was, police officer was, street sweeper, street sweeper was, whoever the person was that took the pictures, they held on to them in their phone. And they got tired of waiting, I guess. I don't know if they they said that also they were right on the verge of letting them letting it be released yeah fucking right they were just on the verge of letting it be released but oh gosh dang it we got all these lawsuits we got to go through of course you do that's not by accident man keep it in litigation forever now, from the moment those images were posted online, our team has been working to get answers about who leaked those documents. They're All right, see, so everybody wants to know who leaked the documents. Even uh, the Channel 4, they got their coverage of it. So everybody's talking about it, but nobody can talk about it. You know what I'm saying? And what's the investigation going to look like? Well, we'll tell you. Let's keep going here. This is another one from the local Nashville News. Good evening. An internal investigation is underway with the Metro Nashville Police Department. Yeah, three pages of the writing. This is another one right here, too. Lauren Lowry, she fine as hell, too. They got some fine-ass reporters in Channel, Channel 4 News. I'm just here to tell you right now. From the Covenant School shooter were leaked yesterday, and now there's a search for who did it. I'm Marissa Sulik, spoke with experts today about what this investigation could involve. Marissa. Yeah, Marius, I reached out to Metro Police today and asked how many people have access to the writings as well as how many agencies have access. They didn't get back to me by news time, but I spoke with a former police officer and criminal justice professor. He's seen situations like this before and has his own predictions. I can tell you what I predict. They're going to go through every single police officer that was on that scene. They're going to interview every single one. They're going to get a warrant to go through every single one of them. They have permission already to go through their state-issued uh, phones or laptops, whatever they use, and then they're going to get a warrant to go through all of their personal phones, their personal emails, their photos. They're going to find out who leaked that shit, that's for sure. He's not going to divulge it but they will find out who did it. They're going to spend more time and bitch more about the leaker of this information than they will about the actual information itself. Let's keep going. How could you? What kind of a person does this? Covenant School parent Brent Leatherwood made it clear I know what kind of a person goes to a school and shoots up a bunch of Christian children just because they're white. How dare you? 
They want whoever leaked three images of the shooter's writings to be held accountable. But first, Metro Nashville Police must do their own internal investigation and figure out who the culprit or culprits are. That'll take probably two or three weeks, would be my guess. Uh, even even with something kind of high profile as this. We spoke with Dr. Jeffrey Rush today. So it's going to be at least a couple of weeks, but you're still going to get stuff coming out about this. He says before we get an answer, MMPD has to go through several interviews. Device. They blocked this shit on Instagram, which they did mine too. I posted the same exact shit that he posted on Instagram. They blocked it for community violations for terrorist organizations or crime organizations or some weird shit like that. Like, I'm, I don't know nothing about that. Or is she a part of some kind of a crime organization y'all hadn't told us about yet? Is that what we're going to find out next? This is in people. And I'm guessing three to five police officers, probably in the investigation, because this is not a one person investigation. Rush says they will likely search computers, cameras, yep. and phones. Well, they're going to start out told you. with looking at uh, the city issued. Uh, devices and they're going to look at text messages they're going to look at the photos they're going to look at emails and all of the things you would think that they would look at that might mean personal phones which would require a search warrant of course there's a chance no one is held accountable in the end but what if this was an accidental leak uh then no harm no foul yeah how this ain't no accidental leak though somebody purposefully took the pictures of that and then held on to it and then gave it somebody outside the department. If they broke protocol, that's the issue. Now, Rush says if someone with Metro Police is at fault, they could be fired or suspended. Those are policy violations. We spoke with attorneys today about if someone could be criminally charged. They say it's possible that they are charged with official misconduct. That would be a Class E felony. Marius. Marissa Sulik, thank you so much for the insight. Mayor Freddie O'Connell has directed Metro's law director to investigate how the writings were released. He says he hasn't seen the leaked images and doesn't plan to see them. The families have been. Oh, we saw this already. Same situation. I don't believe he didn't see him. Are you going to come out there and give a, uh, an interview if you don't even know what you're talking about? But we'll get into a lot more of that a little bit later. And then even uh, the local news station is putting polls up there. Should the person who leaked the pictures of the Covenant shooters' writings face criminal charges? Almost 80% of people say no. Why should they face criminal charges? They're just putting information out there. They didn't shoot the people. What's up, Independent? Nice to have you here. Yeah, so they're saying uh, local police officers, possibly the culprit. Second one.
one second here. One second. Let's see where we're going to go next. Yeah, we'll deal with a lot more of that on the Rumble side, so y'all stick around for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just so y'all know, um, Mark Dice's book is out today. Uh, it's called The War on Conservatives. You can get that on Amazon. Um, if you use the promo code, he's got a promo code. Let me see. Let me see here. Got too many pictures on here. Yeah, if you use the promo code holiday twenty holiday Z as in like holidays twenty-five, you get twenty-five percent off on your purchase through Mark Dice's store. So hit that link and go to his Amazon page and get that book, man. He said he's on number four. Of the top Amazon books right now. It just came out today. So y'all grab that beast. Let's keep going. Oh yeah. Did y'all see the new. Um, the new army. recruitment video i guess you want to call it they're trying to hype it up again to get people to go to the military for some reason it ain't woke for some reason either that's what's got people suspicious as hell shout out to the go army visit goarmy.com if you want to sign up for the military Stand up. i don't know if i can play this music even they're probably going to ding my channel for this don't I pay for this? I ain't, ain't I a taxpayer that pays for this bullshit? Can I not play this? I don't know. I want to meme the hell out of this, by the way. I don't want to hear the music. They're going to ding me for it. Show some dude paratrooping, be all you can be, yay. That's not what the real army is. Everybody knows that. Why are they trying to recruit all these white boys? Look at that. Not one diversity higher up in the bunch. Maybe I can tell you. Let's see what Simon Atiba has to say about it. Do 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 do. There we go. Breaking global war. 
Russia withdraws from the Treaty on Conventional Armed Forces in Europe, the CFE. And the United States says it will also suspend the operation of all CFE treaty obligations between itself and every other state party effective December the 7th. Why do you got to wait? That's a whole month away. In a statement minutes ago, the White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan wrote today the Russian Federation withdrew from the Treaty of Unconventional Armed Forces in Europe. The combination of Russia's, Russia's withdrawal from the CFE Treaty and its continuing full-scale war of aggression against Ukraine, another CFE state party, has fundamentally altered circumstances that were essential to the CFE state's party's consent to be bound by the treaty and radically transform the obligations under the treaty. In light of this fundamental change of circumstances, the United States will suspend the operation of all CFE treaty obligations between itself and every other state party effective December the 7th, consistent with our rights under international law. This decision to dis suspend our obligations under the CFE treaty was taken in close consultation and coordination with our NATO allies, many of whom are also CFE treaty states parties. A number of our CFE partners are not members of NATO, also supports the suspension of the CFE treaty obligations in response to Russia's actions. As reflected in the statement issued at NATO's headquarters today, our allies unanimously shared our view that a situation where the United States and our NATO allies continue to be militarily constrained by the CFE treaty while Russia, whose armed forces are the largest in Europe and who continues to actively wage war of aggression against Ukraine, using the very forces the treaty aims to constraint is not, would be unacceptable. Suspension of the CFE obligations will strengthen the alliance's deterrence and defense capacity by removing restrictions that impact planning, deployments, and exercises, restrictions that no longer bind Russia after Moscow's withdrawal. While Russia's withdrawal from the CFE Treaty under further demonstrates Moscow's continued disregard for arms control, the United States, our NATO allies, and our responsible partners remain committed to effective conventional arms control as a critical element of Euro-Atlantic security. We'll continue to pursue measures that aim to bolster stability and security in Europe by reducing risk, preventing misperceptions, avoiding conflicts, and building trust. Long story short, get ready for World War III. <laughs> oh, shit, no. They said, hey, if you're pulling out, we're pulling out too. Fuck it. Gloves are off. Fuck it. Fuck it.
So here was uh, Stephen Crowder's post about it. YouTube removed our video exposing the Nashville Shooters Manifesto. This is why we streamed a Rumble video. This is why Mug Club exists. You determine what matters. You determine the content, not YouTube, not the rest of the big tech, not their lackeys, etc., etc. So I'm pretty sure they'll ding this stream too. Okay. Yeah, it's World War Three, man. Do 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 do. Let me see here. Let me see here. Oh yeah, watch this shit. Talking about war and propaganda and all kind of shit right here. Is Israel literally have entire accounts dedicated to thirst trap propaganda? Imagine being so desperate for people to like you that you resort to thirst trap propaganda. <laughs> Shout out to censored men over there for that. So I guess this is on their Instagram account. Girls of Defense, go hit them up over there if you want to see some who was some Israeli soldier who was I don't know nothing about him I'm just showing you photographs and this one is kind of going viral they said for some reason when you're mean to Israel this is who you're being mean to oh ain't she so precious you think that's a real soldier man is that a real soldier that's really in combat they talking about graping people all the time and shit on the front lines. You think you're going to send women out there like that to, to fight your battles and whatnot? Mm -mm. I don't know. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Give me one second. Yeah, y'all know the, the judge in the Trump's case right here? The judge here in Trump's frauds, allegedly fraud case going on right now. This big dude's been doing some weird stuff too. Check it out. Uh, Judge Erdogan, he runs a blog slash newsletter at WheatleyAlumni.org, and he likes to take nude bathroom selfies. So this is your boy right here. Shout out to GBs over there on Twitter. I don't know why they always got an Anthony Weiner shit all the time, but there they go. I know that's the judge, man. And Trump's lawyer came out and said that he was slamming the table and all kind of weird shit. Like, dude, what are you doing, man? It's hard for them to contain themselves, you know what I mean? They're, 
they're so ate up with TDS that they, they just can't contain themselves sometimes. Yeah, here goes the guy. Shout out to I meme, therefore I am over there on Twitter. Make sure y'all follow them. This is breaking justice. Arthur Engoron, the judge presiding over the Trump's trial in New York City, likes to take naked selfies in the mirror at his gym and post them to the Wheatley School Alumni Association newsletter that he maintains. Like, what? what is this pertinent to school education when you got pictures of yourself up here? I don't know. Is there some kind of etiquette for judges? I'm sure there has to be some type of uh, moral etiquette for judges that they have to maintain above and beyond the regular citizens. I don't know. You tell me. Shit, I don't know. Let's go to L.A. right quick. Two armed thugs snuck up behind a man as he entered his home on Saturday night in L.A. What they didn't realize is that he was armed and ready. They found out. Let's get it. Gun run up to this mid-city man about to walk in his front door. The homeowner pulls out his gun to defend himself, firing shots at the two intruders, quickly entering a shootout. I guess they decided to try to come at me and come in the house, but I have a five-month-old baby and a wife nanny in, in the house and uh that wasn't gonna happen there was nothing in my house that was worth dying for but i was willing to die for my family the shootout happened saturday night around 7 30. surveillance video shows a masked intruder with a gun run up to this mid-city man about to walk in his front door the homeowner pulls out his gun to defend himself firing shots at the two intruders quickly entering a shootout i guess they decided to try to come at me and come in the house but i have a five-month-old baby and a wife nanny in, in the house and uh that wasn't gonna happen there was nothing in my house that was worth dying for but i don't see how he got his weapon out so damn quick let's watch this again like how to walk in his front they own him quick let me meet this down so we can do commentary so he kind of threw the the drink at him a tad bit there and he was like oh he threw the drink at me so instead of the thug just taking care of business he ran away like a hoe and then his buddy comes up acting like he's gonna do something until he sees oh shit he's got one too he turns around he's got his own point boom 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 one two three on you tag your it tag your boy and then right here he's running away as he's shooting the bad guy and instead of hitting the fence he's popping it off right there he, sh he shot the wall so dude's lucky if he would have kept going try to go over that wall he probably would have nailed him so he scoots out behind here. I'm surprised he wasn't right here waiting for the guy when he came around. He bonked out, but he came around this way. Chasing them fools up out of there, son. If he wasn't ready, his family would have been gone, probably. It can happen that damn quick, people. Yeah, he got that hot coffee to the face. The mask always protects him, though, man. You gotta wear the mask. Yeah, so uh, we'll get back into more of the school shooter stuff. Um, but at first, they were trying to say that they weren't real. They weren't 
for sure that they were real or not, but eventually they did come out and say that they were real. All right, so Trump's lawyer, we're talking about the judge in that case. His lawyer was saying that he was uh, slamming the table around, acting wild as hell. Let's see what she says. You have a right to hire a lawyer who can stand up and say something when they see something wrong. But I was told to sit down today. I was yelled at, and I've had a judge who is unhinged slamming a table. Let me be very clear. I don't tolerate that in my life. I'm not going to tolerate it here. And you know what? You shouldn't either. You have a right to hire a lawyer. Yeah, so there you go. The judge is throwing it, slamming the table. She said slamming, not throwing the table, but throwing a damn temper tantrum, act like a little baby in there. Act like a damn crybaby. Yeah, she's hot too. I saw a picture of in a bikini earlier. Trump's lawyer. They were asking if you if you're on her side. I'm like, God dang, was she fine too? She fainted in hell too. Let's keep this thing going. Here's another one. Where we're talking about questionable police officers and whatnot. This gentleman right here, boom, reports Knoxville police officer asked for pictures of a naked five-year-old girl. Graphic warning for all my sensitive people in the chat. This is in Knoxville, Tennessee. I don't know if ABL is going to do a story on this or not. That's his stomping grounds. No, he's Chattanooga. I'm sorry. Chattanooga. Still Tennessee. Get on ABL. An officer with the Knoxville Police Department was arrested Monday on federal charges involving the production of child pornography, according to officials with the United States Department of Justice. What's up, Six? Welcome to the party, pal. I need to pull that clip, too. Making note right quick. Okay, here we go. So Dan uh Dan Officer Dan Rourke forty seven was arrested and appeared in court on the charges. Five years old now. This girl's five years old. Or boy, we're not sure yet. According to a, a criminal complaint, the mother of the victim gave consent to search the content of the victim's phone. Why does a, a five-year-old have a, a phone? Yeah, okay, so it's five-year-old girl. The naked five-year-old girl. A five-year-old has a phone? Why does a five-year-old have a phone for? You tell me. 
So this is the Blount County Sheriff's Office. According to criminal complaint, the mother of the victim gave consent to search the content of the victim's phone. Why does a five-year-old have a goddamn cell phone? I don't know. Records from Verizon Wireless showed the victim's mother was taking pictures of her daughter and sending them to Rourke. So the mom was taking the pictures and sending them. What the hell? The mother was arrested in her home in Scott County, Virginia, on Saturday and told investigators that she sent the pictures to Rourke but knew him as Dan Thomas when they met in 2007. So how damn long this been going on? 2007? The victim's mother told law enforcement officers she met Rourke in 2007 on Yahoo and the two began communicating at some point during the relationship. Rourke requested the victim's mother to take S, I'm sorry, CSAM, child sexual abuse material, pictures of her now then of her now 10-year-old daughter, so she's 10 now. Evidence shows that these images were produced as early as age five or six. Wow. So uh, since this child's been five or six years old, dealing with this shit, this is your own mother. This is your parents that are supposed to protect you from people like this. Get the fuck out of here. The complaint stated Rourke paid her money for the pictures, sometimes up to $200, according to the phone records obtained in the court documents. The arrest sparked an investigation by Homeland Security Investigations, the uh, Scott County Sheriff, Virginia, the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, and the 9th Judicial's District Attorney's Office. Rourke will have a detention hearing on November 9th, that's in two days, and be kept in federal custody until then. Rourke started at the KBP, the KPD in 2007 and was last on patrol in 2020. He was reassigned due to an injury, according to the KPD spokesman, Scott Erland. He was awarded Officer of the Month six times during his career. That reminds me... I bet you one or multiple ones of the same officers that they just gave awards to, they flew all the way to New York City to get awards for that Covenant shooting situation. Some of that probably slipped through the cracks of the news. Not everybody saw that probably. But I bet one or more of those officers that got an outstanding award for doing great service are going to be dragged through the fucking coals for allegedly releasing that evidence. Maybe allegedly speculation. You know, we like to speculate. The allegations against Dan Rourke are deeply disturbing and abhorrent. 
uh, his alleged actions shock the conscience and, if proven true, demonstrate monstrous behavior against a truly innocent victim. I'm sickened by these accusations, which in and of themselves have brought immeasurable discredit on our agency and the entire law enforcement profession. We have and will continue to cooperate fully with federal investigations. We also... We will also act with great urgency to resolve this matter and repair the damage to the public trust in the wake of these disturbing allegations. The Office of Professional Standards opened its own investigation into the incident as well. Wow. Wow. Why would a child have a cell phone? Five years old especially. And the mama's taking pictures of the kid? Come on, dude. Are we in the Twilight Zone right now? What the fuck's going on here? What's going on in this world? Oh, we got damn, we got some crazy stuff we're gonna show y'all later too. We're just about getting there. Make sure everybody follows me on Rumble if you're not already. Gonna have a fun time over there here pretty soon. Let's go to San Francisco here where the chief of police says that they ended public mugshots in 2020 because they perpetuate racism. Explain yourself, sir. Yeah, no, imagine if you will. You see uh, black and brown men all the time who are, you see these mugshots either on television, news, movies, you name it, the media source. And the mind begins to associate that group with that type of activity. And there's a lot of science out there on this, on this topic. You see uh, black and brown men all the time. Well, I mean... Wouldn't that go for any type of demographic if those demographics are the ones committing the crimes? You're just observing it, dude. You're not causing it. Let's keep going. New, uh, students at a New Jersey school reportedly use AI to make pornographic images of their classmates. It keeps getting weirder and weirder, folks. A stunning investigation underway at a New Jersey high school. There are some reports of students using artificial intelligence to manipulate real photos to make fake pornographic images of their classmates. News 4's Jen Maxfield is live at Westfield High School. I'd say it's hard to believe, Jen. It certainly is, Natalie. And look, we spoke with some parents today who said when they first thought about AI in the context of their kids, they worried about things like whether they'd use ChatGPT to help them write a school essay. But this situation here at Westfield High School with these fake nude photos is far more concerning. Using photo editing apps powered by AI, students at Westfield High School created fake nude photos of their classmates, according to... This is the stuff that Joe Biden was talking about where he wants to have warnings on uh, all AI images because it's easily to manipulate people. 
a letter emailed to parents last month. The photos were apparently sent around in group texts over the summer. I always worry about this. I have a daughter, you know. Uh, she's beautiful. She's my baby girl. I don't want something like that to happen to her. AI technology is now so advanced that it appears the Westfield teenagers digitally altered pornographic images they found online to make it appear that the person in the nude photo was one of their underage classmates. Dude, look at that police car. Are you going to run from that thing? I mean, don't fuck with the cops, but it might be a... Uh, those could be little bow ties for the breast cancer thing, but... They don't look like a conventional police car to me. They go wild with these raps nowadays. What worries me is the amount of um, uh, suicide for children and the bullying aspect. And today our online world is hard enough, but now when people can just make an image of someone, it really becomes problematic. John Pizzurro is the retired commander for the New Jersey State Police Internet Crimes Task Force, and now he lobbies lawmakers to protect children from AI. Today, with AI, you can make an exact replica of someone where no one can tell the difference, and I think that is the danger. Citing confidentiality, Westfield would not release any information about the students accused of creating the fake nude photos or what discipline they are facing. Superintendent Dr. Raymond Gonzalez says the district will continue continue to strengthen our efforts by educating our students and establishing clear guidelines to ensure that these new technologies are used responsibly in our schools and beyond. You can replicate yourself to look like someone else or someone else to look like you. It's pretty scary. I think AI is getting out of hand. Did yeah, totally getting out of hand. I've heard stories of people getting calls up where their daughter or their mother or somebody is under distress and they're saying, we need money. I'm being kidnapped. Da, 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 and they send them money, but they never been kidnapped. They just use their voice, copied their voice and called their loved one and swindled them out of money, making it seem like they were really kidnapped. And it's crazy as hell. Well, privacy experts say it's really important for teenagers to keep their social media profiles private and to only accept friends or follow requests from people who they know. We're live tonight in Westfield, New Jersey. I'm Jen Maxfield, News 4 New York. Crazy as hell. Man, it's going to wrap it up for me over here on YouTube. Make sure y'all follow me on Rumble. Jump over there right now. The link is in the description. The link is in the chat right now. Go over to rebelwithoutareason.com. You'll find the link to Rumble over there. Shout out to my Rebels. Thank y'all so much for being here. I'll be back on Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Sorry I was late tonight. Dealing with the kids and wetting it. Shout out to the moderators. Anthony McQuaid, Atomic Tabasco, Cat F, Zedewichi's Cane Sword. Latina and Cali and the beautiful Miss Sonya Scrapbook. The best damn co-host on the internets. All right, guys, let's go over to Rumble. Essie Wolverine said, yep, I heard that too. Probably good to have a keyword with your loved ones so you don't get faked out. Exactly. Me and my brother, we got that fucking mental intu intuition. I, I told him straight up, like, if, I did, if it ain't you, you better answer these questions, motherfucker. If you don't know to answer these questions, it, it's fake. And I ain't even got to have no preset words. I'll tell him something that only he knows and only something that I know. 
Ain't no fucking way. Reminds me of a certain movie of the T2 variety. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He was cloning people. That was wild, too, man. That was wild. Let's jump over to Rumble, you guys. I'll see y'all later on YouTube. Have a good night. Peace out. Let's get Yeah, thank y'all for hanging out with me, jumping over to the Rumble side. Shout out to Six, shout out to Turning Gun, shout out to Wolverines in the house. What up, what up, what up? Let's kick this shit off right. So we're going to go down the creepy rabbit hole first before we go back into the shooter shit. If y'all saw the uh, What is a Woman documentary, you saw Scott Nugent in there. He was the guy that Matt Walsh was talking to that had D the D done the detransition and is trying to tell people that it's not a good idea. He's physically fucked up for life. I mean, he was a woman trying to be a man, so he's all fucked up now. But he posted this. It says, regardless of your opinion, this video makes the trans movement in all its 55-second glory a naked. Uh, this video represents the trans movement in all its 55-second glory. A naked parent admits the kids where everything revolves around the transparent with the disturbing hint of pedophilia on the sidelines before we play the actual video I'm going to play you the follow up response it says the police refuse to investigate this trans foster parent so this is a foster parent and he says bombard them with calls forcing the police to do something here's the number maybe a damn miracle just might happen fire up your phones it's time for the or to make a real difference why does he want to call the cops? Well, I'm going to play it for you. Uh, very graphic video, disturbing graphic video on this shit. What you're looking at right there, this is a naked man trying to be a woman. He's got his boobs done or, or hormone boobs, got his dick cut off, and he's sitting here butt-ass naked with blue hair with his phantom twig and berries hanging out. And what's this right here? What is this? What is this person right here? Is this a child right here? This motherfucker right here sitting there watching Jerry Springer eating his chicken tendies like he ain't got a care in the world. Oh, I should have gave <laughs> I should have gave the warning earlier. 
Sorry about that. Graphic warning. It's right there on the screen if you can't see it. Graphic warning, y'all. I know! You see the bottom of it? That is so cool! How's your name on it? You're welcome. That is so cool! It's from me and Andy. So you can see this shit is totally normal to them. Honey, you're going to need to scoot back. Look at what my kids got me for Transparent Day. This is the cool thing. They even got my name on it. Oh, it's soft. Warm. Fuzzy. Yay. Fuzzy blanket. You explain this shit to me. I love it. They are remembering. So you explain this bullshit to me. This child is so comfortable with this naked person being here that he's just going to walk right up and touch him and say, hey, it's got your name on it. Go check it out. They're sitting there eating Dairy Queen or whatever the fuck they're eating. This person's got to put their little fancy shoes on. Let me get over here butt straight and butt naked with my fancy shoes on. You tell, you tell me that shit don't have nothing to do with pedophilia? Get the fuck out of here. Why? You tell me why. Yeah, go directly to jail. But they're saying they can't do nothing about it because it's trans-related. And I already told y'all... They're going to try to make this shit like their new religion now. You can't say shit about nobody's religion, what they believe. This is what they believe, that this shit should be totally normal. It's totally fine. It's not a big deal. Yep. Fire up the fucking wood chippers. The wood chippers should be pulling up right outside right about now. Take your bitch out there and throw you right in it. Fucking feet first. Weird as fuck, dude. You tell me what this, what the purpose of this is. So we're going to get in on this. We're going to show the whole thread here. Let me get in on it. So he's got a uh, a hotline type situation up here that you can call. He says, help uh, keep at least one child safe today. I'm following a report. Mendocino. Mendocino, sorry. Mendocino County Sheriff contact. 707-463-4086. You can call and file a complaint too. Make sure it doesn't get buried because it's a transparent. Ha, transparent. I see what you did there. Marie Willa is the the name of the person. And he gives his email right there in case anybody has any tips on this person. But people were uh, defending this shit. 
saying, let me get my phone. I have to bring the picture up here. I saved it. Do, 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 do. Hang on one second, let me grab it. Yeah, right here it says, help. It says, help us, right here. help us, Katie Montgomery. The transphobes are attacking our trans sister, Mila, for being trans around the house with children present. Trans people aren't like other people, Kathy. Caddy. As you know, we have our own rules. This is so trans, it's and so normal. Fuck, I gotta read that in my voice. Help us, Katie Montgomery. The trans phobes are attacking our trans sister Mila for being trans around the house with children present. Trans people aren't like other people, Caddy. As you know, we have our own rules. This is so trans and so normal. Please raise your voice, Caddy. Get the fuck out of here. So they're defending this bullshit now. Rallying the troops, as it were. Yeah, your own rules. That they, they, they tell you right there. They don't have regular rules like everybody else. This is their religion. This is part of what they believe. You better fucking believe it. What's up, Warren G? Exactly. Turning Gun says, seeing the blinds open in the, at night in the video so everyone walking around can see right in the house. Exactly, dude. The whole thing is just a big sexual fetish, and they get off on it constantly. Every time they make you uncomfortable, make you go, ooh, with that face, or they get off on that shit. They love it. So there's your nightmare fuel for this evening. Take that and do what you want to with it. Yeah, but from, from his last bit of reporting on it, the the police were refusing to do anything about the shit. Yeah, man, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Nightmares.
Give me one second here. I'm trying to find out if he had an update for that. Yeah, so the last one that he posted on there was showing that uh, the cops weren't going to do anything about it. It's a whole trans situation. Yeah, Rebel on M Street. Do, 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 do. Give me one second here. Yeah, I posted those, uh, the same exact manifesto that um, Crowder posted, but uh, they gave me a warning on my Instagram too. They blocked it. I knew they would. I didn't even try to post it on YouTube because I knew they were going to. Hell, they'll probably get me in trouble for that fucking thumbnail that I did. Saying it's insensitive. Give me just a second. I'm going to try to get it here. Damn it. Trying to look for something all the time. I get it right here. Yeah, give me one second. Pull up these damn images. Or do one at a time, I guess. Try to pull this up so we can see it all. So here's the writing. There's three different pages on this shit. You can see the date. It says 3-27-23. So that happened in May. It said the spring, summertime. Today is the day. The day has finally come. I can't believe it's here. I don't know how I was able to get this far, but here I am. I'm a little nervous, but excited too. Been excited for the past two weeks. There were several times I could have been caught, especially back in the summer of 2021. I wonder what that statement means. What happened in the summer of 2021 where this person should have or could have been caught? None of that matters now. I'm almost an hour and seven minutes away. 
can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't. My only fear is if anything goes wrong, I'll do my best to prevent uh, any of the sort. God, let my wrath take over my anxiety. Like, I don't understand. This person is praying and they're about to go shoot up a Christian school. It seems crazy as hell to me. But you also think you're a man, so what type of logic are we dealing with here? It might be 10 minutes tops. It might be three to seven. It's going to go quick. I hope I have a high death count ready to die. Ha ha, Aiden. All right, so that's one. This bitch was obviously crazy in the head. If you're going to go to a school and shoot up children, I see there's the Metro Police vehicle right there in the background. You can see it right there. So this is on the scene at the day of the event. Let me grab the next one here. This is why I put the thumbnail of the crackers in there. It says, kill those kids with three exclamation points. This is 2-3-23. So this was a month ahead of the, the first one that we just read. This is in February. Kill those kids, those crackers. Going to private fancy schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks. First of all, she's white or was. She was white. She also went to that same school. And she wants to talk about privilege. Bitch, you live in a home with your mom and daddy. Who gave you the money to buy those guns? If you had to pay rent like a normal person living on your own, you probably wouldn't have had money to buy the shit. Moving on. Fancy khakis and sport backpacks with their mamas and daddies Mustangs and convertibles. Fuck you little shits. I wish to shoot you weak ass dicks with your mop yellow hair. I wanted to know who they're specifically talking about, who she was talking about, because that's very specific. Did she hate a certain particular kid in that class, in the school, or just the look of a white kid with mop yellow hair? I want to kill all you crackers, bunch of little faggots with your white privileges. Fuck you little faggots. And wasn't she gay, too? I mean, none of this shit don't make no sense, man. But like I said, no crackers, not even in my soup. Don't be surprised if your boy's channel's gone tomorrow. Make sure you support me on Rumble. All right, so... It shows the schedule, later schedule, death day. 
uh, says with a sticky note on top. It says lunch may be around 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. I think this is a note to say you might want to head toward the cafeteria around that time. You know what I mean? She's making a note to herself because she's about to be there. And she's got a whole timeline here. Yeah, she did shoot a black to do too. You're right about that, Issy. <laughs> the training with the Manny is crazy. Yeah. All right, so death day, 6.30 a.m. Uh, something desired. She has a lot of thoughts and then crosses them out. 7 a.m., get dressed. And there's some other words underneath this post-it note, but I, I mean... You kind of got to draw your own conclusions to what might be underneath that. 7.05 a.m. to 8.55 a.m. It's very hard to see what that says, but I think this probably says spend time with stuffed animals and possessions. I think that's what it said underneath there because you can kind of see an S. You can kind of see there might be a line underneath that for the P. That's what I think that says. 7.05 a.m. to 8.55 a.m. Spend time with stuffed animals and possessions. 9 a.m. Eat breakfast at home, and the home has got the heart around it. So she felt some type of love being at home, I guess. I don't know, with her privileged white parents. 9.30 a.m. Pack up special belongings. In backpacks. Uh, Nine fifty test knife or glass breaker, and uh, it says in parentheses dad's old cars. So I guess her father probably had some old cars on the property or around that she could test the the night the glass breaker with to see how quiet it was going to be or effective it was going to be possibly 10 a.m leave for the royal range and i wonder if royal range i'm sure they have been interrogated over and over and over again to find out what she did when she was there they got all the tapes that she, when she was there all that shit So she's going to stay there for 19 to 20 minutes. She's she's documented this whole thing out. She's got a whole, she fantasized through this whole thing and got the time down to minutes. So she's going to stay there about 19 or 20 minutes. 10, 20 a.m., gear up and set up guns in the trunk, assemble and get out vest with mags inside. So she was ready to reload Exactly, Wolverines. We hadn't got there yet. <clears throat> this uh, alleged final videotape that was recorded at 11.20 a.m. It's 10 minutes long. If we know anything about this manifesto so far, she was very adamant about keeping things on schedule, keeping things right and tight. I believe that she really did make a 10-minute video 
the final videotape. I want to know where that bitch is at. And I hadn't heard anybody talk about that yet. So allegedly the Metro Police Department have, or the FBI have the final videotape that she allegedly possibly maybe made based on what we're seeing here. That's 10 minutes long. It's missing. I think that it's there because she's got it in parentheses as 1130. So between 1120 to 1130, she's making that tape. It was 10 minutes long. 1130 is up. Now, 1139 a.m., leave for the Covenant School. Yep, I want to see that tape, too. Everybody deserves to see that tape. If they want to keep people safe and they want to know what the hell the, the real motive for this happening was, they need to show this evidence to people. And if this shit had any kind of Trump logos on it or any kind of Trump stickers on it, you better goddamn believe it'd be everywhere. So 12 p.m., she arrives at Covenant. In, part, in parentheses, she's got to check the parking lot for security. If security was there, she would not have done it. They're not showing it here, but in this whole book, there are maps, allegedly. There are other targets, allegedly, and she did not target them those days because they had security. 12.05, arrive in designated parking space. 12.05, sorry, 12.06 to 12.10, prepare for the attack. 12.11, lock and load all weapons. 12.33, open fire towards the southwest entryway, I believe that might say. It's hard to tell exactly what that says. And I think this says, let the massacre begin. Time to die, triple X. And then she's got some other scribbled shit out there on the bottom of it there. And it's hard to tell what these other things over here on the right-hand side are. What's all this shit over here on this side? I don't know. But those are the three pages that got um, Crowder's video taken down. So it's only on uh, Twitter and it's only on Rumble right now because YouTube won't allow it. Facebook won't allow it. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all that shit. They won't allow it. Yep. It'll be played if that was a Trump supporter. It would be all over. And this would have came out a long time ago. Sick of the shit. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah, it almost did look like a money symbol on that. I wonder if it was expenses for each one of the things that she had going there. Who knows? But just those three pages gave you a lot of fucking information that you didn't have before. And the guy that was the spokesman for the kids families they said that they didn't know any of the shit in here they never read any of the manifesto they never saw any of the documents they know just as much as we know about shit
crazy as hell. So shout out to Crowder and his bunch for leaking that shit and getting the conversation at least started back on it again. You know what I mean? They're going to definitely prosecute whoever the person was that leaked the shit. And if they uh, broke protocol, hey, you got to have balls to get shit done in this life. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody ever got nothing done by being a pussy. I'm sorry. Yeah, just imagine there are a whole lot of pages more, too. Yeah, there's supposed to be 20 to 40 pages of that. And Crowder said that uh, they were releasing what they had gotten. But he didn't think it was uh, that was all. He thought it was going to be more. The mayor's mad about it. The police are mad about it. And why are they mad about it for? Because she was a little bitch that hated crackers. She was a racist. They're trying to put forth the whole theme of white supremacy. And uh, that's not it. She's a white bitch that went up in there trying to kill people and said that she hated crackers. Of course, she killed the black guy, too. She killed women. She killed men. She killed children. It just don't seem to me that they want to get to the bottom of it, you know. Yep, crazy as hell, dude. Let me go ahead and play this because... Yeah, and if y'all are uh, not following Steven Crowder on Rumble, I would suggest you do that and go back and watch the video because he does it from start to finish, explaining everything, how they got to this point, and it's it's definitely worth watching. Yeah, they just take everything down, they block it, and if it ain't on YouTube, that's a big platform. Most of the time, people won't even know it. Crowder talks about it. He says, if it wasn't for y'all listening to this broadcast right now, you wouldn't even know about it. All you know is, oh, what's Crowder up to now? And they let it off in the story. Oh, he's a misogynist. He's a racist. He's a homophobe. He's this, he's that. Trying to discredit him. And just like he said, if any of that shit was true, let's say all that shit was true, does it change the facts that are on the page? It don't matter who said it. It's still the truth. Dude, oh, six, dude. He says he does a good job breaking the situation down. Dude, those fucking reporters could not handle him. I'm just going to play it. 
he did two interviews, one with Jeremy Finley and then one with uh, the young lady on Fox 17. And she was fair, and but you could tell a little naive. But he knows how to handle them. All the fucking buzzwords. It's 34 minutes long, so I'm not going to play it all. I'll play some of it for y'all. But you can see just by this exchange, how he knows how to handle these people. And when he called up, so the the writings are going out. The people are trying to find out about him. They're calling about him. He's calling them back and shit. So people in Tennessee, in Nashville, are calling his office. He calls them back, gets the runaround, because if you don't know down south, nobody gives a fuck about nothing. So when you call on the phone and try to get some shit done, they're going to pass it off to Earl. They're going to pass it off to Betsy, and none of them don't know shit about the conversation. So you have to re-explain it over and over again why you got transferred to them because nobody wants to deal with it. And that's what happened to him. He was kind of like, what the fuck? And then that's when you get the whole statement. Well, the spokesperson for the family, the spokesperson for the chief said whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? Play this shit for agreeing to speak with us um, here on behalf of Fox 17 News in Nashville. Um, I'd like to start off, if you can walk me through, walk us through how you got these photos. Sure. And and I want to be, you know, something that always kind of bothers me is you'll see these other hosts out there, uh, or I should say other producers who take credit for work that they, they didn't do themselves. Um, and I do a lot of work here on the show. And for a long time, everything undercover kind of had to come from me. Uh, that's why now we were able to build out this this undercover unit. They did the legwork here. They did incredible legwork. And I really do want them to get the credit. Of course, they have to remain anonymous. So that's kind of difficult to do. I'm like, please give credit to uh, Agent Q, you know, but uh, they did some incredible work. And, and, and the process that they have to go through is is pretty rigorous, which for me makes it makes my job easier in presenting it because I'm confident, because I know if I come out here and they tell us this is what we have, we have verified it. I know beyond any shadow of a doubt that it's the truth. They aim once, they aim right. So uh, if you want me to kind of give you the verification timeline, we we briefly touched on it on the show. Um, I'll just refer to them as source one and source two, you know, for the sake of keeping them anonymous. Um, what happened is there was uh, a source, a source one, an anonymous source, kind of sent a vague tip to our Proton Mail. We have this available where people can send in tips. A journalist from our team here followed up, called them, and then some photos were sent from source one to our journalists after a few phone calls. Our people flew to Nashville to meet with this person, source number one, review the phone, the text thread. Um, and this text thread also was, um, it, that was shown to my journalist was from a source within the Nashville PD. So we'll call that source number two. And if anything is confusing, please let me know. I'm just trying to make sure that I protect their uh, identity, especially considering what the mayor and, and people there in Nashville are saying. So then our journalists verified that the text thread was in fact from two days right after the shooting. And they verified, they reverse searched the phone number, authenticated that source number two was in fact on the scene of the crime. So now we had two different corroborating sources with pictures and phone numbers, as well as dates. Just to make sure I understand this correctly. So you guys got this tip, flew out to Nashville, saw it on the phone of someone who was sent this by somebody within the police department. And you guys were able to then go back, 
reverse search that phone number and you were able to verify that that person was there the day of the covenant match. Yes, okay. as well as verify some information that was given to us by source number two. Yeah, okay. very specific information where they said, yeah, verify X, Y, Z. So, Okay, and that answers my first question. Now, do you have more of the shooter's writings? Because you posted three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yesterday I said, well, we're not going to, we're not going to answer that, but uh, we don't have all of it. I will say we certainly don't when people are saying, oh, there's, there's 20 something pages out there. If that's the case, we certainly don't have that. We have what was shown to us. Uh, and there's nothing that I have seen that suggests that what we've seen is uh, incongruent with the totality uh, of this manifesto. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. SE says they probably shouldn't have said that he has videotapes that can be pulled at the airport just saying if they were coming from Texas, he gave too much info. Yeah, they're going to search, dude. They're going to find out who leaked it. They're going to look through everybody's phones. They're going to look through videos. They're going to look through emails. They're going to find it. It don't matter. The evidence is still the same. And people say, oh, this doesn't show all of it. It shows it out of context. Look, if people release the remaining 20 pages, then great then we've done our job. No one would be discussing this at all. Nothing would have ever been released because the mayor and the MNPD did not want this getting out. Uh, Mr. And shout out to uh, Fox 17 too, because they actually did post this whole interview. It's 34 minutes long and uh, it's unedited. You know what I mean? But only on their website. I don't know what they did for the actual TV show. I'm sure they had to cut it down if they played any of that but they did at least post this whole interview here with both of them here unlike channel four, where they kind of chopped it up a little bit and made him seem a little bit uh, more arrogant, I guess, in my opinion. Therford, who I believe that's his name, did his uh, press conference yesterday, said that none of this should have ever seen the light of day. So that's not an investigation. That's someone's already made a decision. That's the conclusion. No one was going to be seeing this. So I do hope that all of it is released in its entirety. That's what I want. That's what we've wanted from the beginning. That's what the the vast majority of of uh, people out there want. I believe it was a poll run by uh, by your own uh, people there at Fox 17, and it was 95% of people approve of there being some information out there, the leak, quote unquote. And I would be willing to bet that all of those people would like to see everything in its entirety. If there's another page of them condemning the progressive left and extolling the virtues of Trump and America first, then I absolutely think that's relevant and we should see it. But I'd be willing to bet my bottom dollar that it doesn't exist. Now. I want to clarify, you have these three, but you do have more. Can't say how, how much more you have of these writings. Is that fair? I didn't say that. Say? No, no, no. All I'm saying is we certainly don't have all of it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Now, so you can't say whether or not you have more than just those three photos. Because I was going to ask why you, Correct. you chose to have, chose to post and leak those three if you have more. We have shown what would be, we have shown what is relevant. Okay. Put it this way. I will stand by the statement that there is nothing being hidden from the public that would contradict uh, what is in those three pages, period. Don't have all 20 pages. If there's... See, th this makes me believe that he's got a few more than just the three. Page 19, 20, page 18, 17, or like I'm saying, this is someone who's saying, and I actually want to go out and and kill kill black people because I'm secretly a white supremacist, uh, white supremacist, right? This is the the double cross. 
That's not something that I've seen. Everything that's relevant to people have seen. Thank you. Now, you touched on this a little bit, but what would you say to folks who feel that this may not paint the whole picture of what the shooter's motivations were? If, if they're making that, I would ask them, based on what? Are they making that statement? And if they're making that statement based on information that we don't have, I think we should have it. I mean, at the very least, right, This the reason this is relevant is beyond the idea of it being a scoop or someone getting clicks. Look, is this is this is relevant in charting a course forward, right? Establishing a motive or understanding if there was a motive or certainly understanding the targets, which are very, very clear here, who the targets were and why they were. Um, that affects policy going forward. You're talking about a mayor who the day after the shooting said, oh, yeah, maybe a motive, but I don't know how interested we are in that. We want to move forward with public policy. What, what was that? Well, gun control right away. Gun control. Would that do it? Would that have affected this at all? Um, there are some lines out right now. Look, were there signs here where this maybe could have been preventable? Uh, and certainly, is there information that exists now that might assist us in preventing this in the future? I mean, we're. Yeah. And he also. Um mentioned that what type of drugs was she on was she on hormones and shit is that going to change your you're already psychotic as hell you see all the writings that were there that's not a normal person writing that shit now you're going to put supposedly other drugs on top of a mental illness come on man teaching the idea of white privilege right we are teaching the idea of classism to our children we're teaching in our school curriculum to check your privilege this is what you were talking about right here where she's taught that shit, turning guns, said she didn't come up with it on her own. The school taught her that. Yeah, this is exactly what you're talking about. That, that That is effectively racism. And I've talked about this for many, many years in the show. When you demand, when you have teachers, and there's more footage than you can watch in a lifetime, let alone read the actual materials that's, hand, that's being handed out to students. When you ask a young white person to quote unquote, check their privilege, you are shaming them for something over which they have no control. And the left says that you absolutely shouldn't make jokes about immutable characteristics, but they want people to feel guilty and apologize for immutable characteristics. It's only natural that people, even if they are mentally deranged, mentally unstable, and by the way, you will hear no argument from me, I absolutely believe that Audrey slash Aiden is a deeply mentally, mentally disturbed individual. But it's a perversion of something that children across this country, teenagers across this country, are being taught as a matter of, of curriculum modern progressive ideology and gender theory see this type of shit what he's talking about doesn't get put out on regular fox 17 news regular everyday news organizations the shit that he's talking about is what we deal with on the internet side of things deep into rumble deep into youtube where they try to censor stuff this is getting blasted out in front of everybody uninterrupted he's not getting called to commercial or none of that shit you know what i mean now, on the pictures, the images, did mm -hmm. you or someone within your organization or someone you know pay for these pictures? Did you all pay for these in your possession? No. Okay. Um, no, we did not. I know that rumor has been circulating out there. Um, and I will tell you this. If someone out there tried to sell some of this material, that certainly is is not what took place here. But if someone out there is claiming that and it's not true, it would be it would be an act of evil for someone to take the fall and be fired in the PD 
uh, for something that they didn't do. I really hope that that out there is not clickbait. Uh, it's news to me, has nothing to do with us. There is, there's no payment nor discussion of money exchanging hands. Right. And that was just something that, you know, we saw that we wanted to um, clear up on our end and hear from. No, and I and I appreciate it. I And I hope it is cleared up because I certainly hope that no one is fired right now who is an active police officer uh, for something they didn't do. Now, maybe they did try and do it with somebody else. Maybe. Yeah. So maybe uh, source number one got paid from or paid source number two, and then they got to him third hand, uh, you know, who knows, allegedly speculation. But he's saying straight up that they didn't take no money from nobody. They're not, they're not I'm sorry, they didn't pay anybody for any images or any type of contact with them whatsoever. And they supposedly, through Candace Owens' story, like I said, there are going to be two police officers so far that are fired because of this shit. And if you watch the whole uh, Steven Crowder, make sure you subscribe to him on Rumble. Go back and watch that whole exchange that just happened yesterday, I believe. The whole full video. They break the whole thing down. Uh, they don't play these videos in, 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 in their entirety, but he breaks the story down really good. There were other people who reached out and you know asked for a source to try and you know grease their palms a little bit. But I really hope that someone isn't just, you know what happens here? And this is this is really a shame. You know, when we released this, we said, hey, look, you guys want to steal it? Go ahead, rip it, clip it, run it anywhere. Just don't lie about it. Because you can't really control what people do with the information, right? You'll have, I mean, now with deep fakes or AI, you can have people alter the text. And I've seen some people who do who put things on those pages that don't exist. That's also why we put our watermark on there. Um, so that first off, there's attribution, but it makes it tougher to simply modify, to warp. Um, and to fake. Uh, but uh, we've seen people out there, you know, at first, some people tried to say, oh, we don't know if this is authentic. That that kind of went away pretty quickly. No one's really refuting the authenticity of it. But then there were other people out there saying, and we were able, our sources were able to confirm when there could have been no way that they confirmed anything with our source. Um, so sometimes people just jump on a bandwagon because, you know, the topic starts trending. And uh, we wanted to make sure that that people had the truth. And if you want to steal it, you want to clip it, you want to put it in your podcast, on your show, you don't want to attribute us, that's fine. Just don't lie about it. Right. And I'm, not saying, and I'm not saying you, by the way. I'm just saying in general to people out there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so I'm not going to play the whole thing, but you can tell just by there, he's got good intentions on everything that he's doing right there. Shout out to Crowder. He's uh, doing some good work over there. So if he posted, yeah, here's the other one with Jeremy Finley. And uh, I respect Jeremy Finley as far as like an undercover reporter. He always gets into some shit that people, we've played some of his stuff before on the show. The undercover uh, supposed police officers downtown that really weren't police officers. They were just portraying themselves as uh, registered cops and shit. He's the dude that broke the story during that time. This guy here, Jeremy Finley. So... It kind of surprised me that he was uh, framing Crowder in a certain way, but he's only doing what he's told. You know what I mean? He's a employee, so. So the first thing I wanted to ask, um, how do you describe why your source wanted this released? Do you, I understand that, but walk me into how this came into your possession. Yeah. 
So it came in. Let, let me kind of give you, I guess, would you like sort of a verification timeline, I, I suppose? Uh, that'd be fine, too. Whatever you okay. can provide just so we can understand how you got what yeah. you got. So this is, uh, you know, we have um, when we launched, uh, you know, Mug Club and we, we, we uh, partnered with Rumble, um, we were very forward about the fact that we have an investigative journalism unit and uh, that we will, I mean, we'll go to jail to protect our sources, right, if we need to, that we will keep them anonymous. It's, uh, it's encrypted. It's verified. So we get a lot of tips that come through the tip line, the Proton Mail. Um, and this was one that was sent out. And then we went through the process of verifying it. So um, that involved an anonymous source to kind of, and I have to be careful because I want to make sure that I keep these people anonymous without giving too many details. So if you have questions, you can feel free to kind of, you know, ask me something and I'll tell you if I can't answer that because you're a stranger. But uh, the anonymous source, uh, they reached- I live in the same world, man. Uh, yeah. I make my living off of anonymous sources. So this is, I totally understand. Well, and in this but case, I... it's appropriate, right? As opposed to like an anonymous source said that Donald Trump's a pile of crap. It's like, well, you don't really need an anonymous source for TMZ stuff like that. But in this case, obviously, because people's jobs can be at stake. Um, and, you know, a lot of these folks don't necessarily trust the people who are in positions of authority and let alone the media. Uh, so this source uh, was kind of vague, right? Came to us through the tip line. Then a Mug Club undercover journalist followed up with an email and a phone call to let's call this person source number one. Uh, they sent us pictures, right, or to the journalists uh, after several phone calls. Okay. Then after that, our journalist, the undercover unit from Mug Club, flew to Nashville to meet with source one, review the phone, the text thread, um, from which included a source within the Nashville PD. We'll call that source two. A detective involved. Uh, the journalist from our end verified that the text thread was from two days after the shooting and verified the phone number, authenticated source two as someone who was directly involved with the Nashville PD and was there actually, in fact, on the scene of the crime. So there were multiple verification steps. And uh, I believe th th we were not the... SC uh, uh, says, Rebel, do you think they already know who his source was or sources? I think they have a pretty good idea because it wasn't like 50 people working on that scene that day. Only certain people would be able to actually grab that book and have it in their hand and take a photo of it. Based on where that car was at in the parking lot, you can kind of get an idea of like, okay, that was, what, what's his name's car? I was here. Frank was there. Da, 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 da. You know who's on the scene. It was, wasn't that many people and they're going to go through and question everybody. If they don't know for sure, they got a really good idea. Yeah, he probably shouldn't have said Nashville PD because they, that's telling them exactly like, well, it's somebody who had privy to hold the book in their hand. Who was holding the book? You know what I mean? It had to be a detective. It had to be somebody in the Nashville PD. So that's kind of obvious on one end. You know what I mean? But still, you don't want to give them more information than make them work for it. You know what I mean? If you want to be a cop, do your fucking job. Only person that the source reached out to. Um, they're very happy with, you know, how we tried to portray it as accurately as possible. And they were actually, for us, when a source reaches out and they're apprehensive about us doing due diligence, we often simply don't follow up. This was someone who wanted to ensure that it was authentic and actually welcomed, um, you know, the process. Okay. So from what I understand from your explanation is that your uh, journalist that works for your team saw the images on the phone, but not the actual paper itself. So just the images that was sent that day. Correct. Okay. The right, images that, that, that the images that were there with uh, okay. a detective involved with this who confirmed it. Gotcha. 
So your first source, not talking about the detective that ultimately um, sent the picture, because that's what's accurate, correct? It was a Metro detective that sent it to your source? It was confirmed by them, yeah. Okay, got you. Oh, the detective confirmed it to your person as well? Yes. Okay. Um, how do you explain why your source wanted this released? Well, I would imagine that it's very much in line with why everyone else wanted it released. You know, when we have Christchurch, when we have Jacksonville, when there's a very when there's a laundry list of manifestos that are out there um, that uh, portray this one way and are used, obviously, as a springboard, used as a cudgel for for gun control. This was one that didn't really follow along with that narrative, and a lot of people thought that it was necessary for uh, this to be out there. And there are people involved with the Nashville PD who also believe that. Uh, Things haven't been necessarily uh, transparent and that it affects people. Look, this is someone who had a motivation and this is someone with a very clear target. And uh, so this can actually be productive in the sense that this can actually inform people as to when we're talking about mental health, when we're talking about the struggle, uh, as opposed to just jumping to gun control, we have information here that is relevant, that does provide context. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen your your staff is pretty good, I think, about keeping up to date on things, but you may have seen that the mayor's office is now calling for an investigation into your source. I yes. wonder what you think about it. Well, I, I was, I'm wondering why the mayor didn't uh, run an investigation into the shooting. Because that's what they claimed, yeah. right? They claimed that they were, but nothing. They claimed that they have all of these documents. And I have yet to hear anyone from the police department. I know a spokesperson for the police chief said, uh, we don't know anything about that. Well, hold on. Are you, are you running an investigation? In which case this would interfere? Which would mean that you would be immediately familiar with what we release. And we have staked our reputation on the line. We are willing to. Um, I stand by it. My sources stand by it. For them to say they don't know, what is it that they don't know? No one has, no one has even attempted to refute it. Um, I've seen a lot, by the way, I've also seen a lot of other people out there claim that they have confirmed its authenticity through their own sources, and I know that that's false, right? That's sort of a tag my name on, on there as well, where they want to act as though they have sources out there doing the groundwork. I know that there would be no way for them to confirm it. Yeah, that is, you know, there is a, a small number of people that have actually seen the, the documentation itself. I, I never want to misquote. So I'm looking for the email that was actually sent out from the mayor's office because that's what I it's important that I get your response. Sure. Um, to exactly what he's saying is that he's dictated the Metro's law director to initiate an investigation into how these images could have been released. That investigation may involve local, state and federal authorities. I am deeply concerned with the safety, security and well-being of the Covenant families and all Nashvillians who are grieving. What's your response to his concern? Uh, I'm deeply concerned with their safety as well, because six people are dead, three of them children. And we now know the motivation, or at least we have an idea as to the motivation, when their police chief went out and said, oh, maybe at some point we'll run an investigation. It's right there. How do we know what the motivation is? Because they said the motivation. How do we know who the targets were if they were pre-selected? The shooter claims that the targets were pre-selected. It's very clear. I shouldn't say very clear. This is someone who's obviously mentally deranged, uh, of, of, of course, as well. Just to be clear, like this is someone who was uh, not mentally healthy. So when we also have this discussion about mental health in this country, well, then we need to examine why this person was mentally unwell, why this person talks about their anxiety, what it was that made this person tick, how this person wasn't able, if they were seeing people for help. And like you just said, you know, the mayor is now investigating the leaks. That's why it was leaked to us. Source it because it's the right thing to do. There you go. So I'm not going to play that whole video, but you can find all that stuff on Twitter if you follow Steven Crowder. Um, and he's got lots of great points there. The whole reason why they leaked it is because nothing was being done about it. Everybody was tired of fucking waiting. 
Like, if you're trying to protect kids, how long is it going to be until you um, tell everybody, hey, uh, we could have prevented this shit because she was in therapy for ABC, whatever, whatever. She was on medication for whatever, whatever. They didn't investigate none of that shit. Keep that shit quiet. Move on with that gun control. That's all you got to be dealing with. But I did some research, and it's just all preliminary right now, but this was back in the day on... Uh, 2013. Could this be the reason why she might have snapped off on some people there? She was a student at that school. I don't know what years that she went there. I don't know who her teachers were. I don't know anything about the situation. But what I do know is back in 2013, 2007, 2008, they were under investigation. This story is from 2013. And right here, and it says in an editor's note in 2016, the Tennessee Court of Appeals upheld the trial's court dismissals of Davis versus Covenant Presbyterian Church of Nashville and Davis versus Llewellyn. Uh, Presbyterian Church covered up for a confessed child molester in and in cult-like fashion put children in the molester's so-called safe house a family claims in court. Austin Davis and his daughter Daisy sued the Covenant Presbyterian Church of Nashville and its parishioner Dale Llewellyn in Davidson County Court. Llewellyn is not the alleged molester, the Davises claim Llewellyn assaulted the plaintiffs in an open hallway filled with people during a period of turmoil at the church. Austin Davis said in an interview that the alleged assault in the hallway came after he attended a class as a former member of the church. Austin Davis said in an interview that the alleged assault in the hallway came after he attended a class. I'm sorry, former member of the church. I got separated from my daughter, and they were telling me I was breaking the law, Davis said. His daughter was a minor at the time. In the lawsuit, Davis claims that on July 14, 2008, this is 2008, the defendants quietly accepted the resignation of the confessed child molester, John Perry. John Perry is the guy. I don't know if she, he was in the school when she was there. I'm just telling you other situations that have happened there went through legal channels about ch children being molested or assaulted at this school. It's not too far-fetched to think she could have been a student at that time and been a victim of these people. That had been a rumor going around too when the shooting first happened. So they ex uh, accepted their resignation of the confessed child molester, John Perry, from the Covenant uh, Diaconate. With Llewellyn recorded in board minutes as being present in the room, Perry is not a party to the lawsuit, which continues. The defendants intentionally concealed 
knowledge of the confessed child molester from appropriate authorities, the major of majority of the members of the congregation and the plaintiffs, and furtherance of the concealment of the sexual abuse of a child or children, the defendants permitted the confessed child molester to remain a member of the covenant, having access to the church, its members, and the private school elementary property associated with the church until 2010. The Davises claim they were harassed and ultimately assaulted because they were privy to information concerning defendants' concealment and concealment efforts on the unlawful sexual abuse of a child or children. So if they're not even telling the parents, they're not telling authorities, they're not telling anybody about that shit. I don't know if I would trust anything this school slash church had to say. Austin Davis claims that in 2008, he objected to the defendant's cult-like abuse of authority over vulnerable children who were in cult-like fashion, intentionally, knowingly, and willfully placed in an alleged safe house owned and possessed by the confessed child molester. Davis claims in the lawsuit that Perry was excommunicated on June 2nd, sorry, June 6, 2010, for heinous and repetitive sin against his family. In 2012, Dave, Davis claims the defendants threatened to have plaintiffs arrested and thrown in jail, threatened to sue them for no reason, threatened to bring criminal actions against them, defamed and intimidated them. The unnerving incidents allegedly culminated in the October 21st 2012 assault during which Davis claims Llewellyn was acting as an employee or agent of the church. Austin said in the interview that he had a right to be on the church property. I think they're public places that people are allowed to go to. Davis claims he and his daughter live under a continuing threat of arrest or communicating with covenant members and a threat of arrest for returning to the covenant property, while Perry, on the other hand, walks around a free man because defendants filed to report the child molester to the appropriate authorities. Covenant Presbyterian Church of Nashville did not respond to a request for comment. Of course they didn't. The Davises seek punitive damage for malicious harassment, assault, and negligent hiring training, supervision, and retention. Boom. Now, I'm not saying they're absolutely related, but you can't deny something like that happening at that church when she was possibly, maybe, maybe allegedly a student there. She was definitely a student there. I don't know what the timeline is. I'm not a police investigator, but you better believe if they give a fuck about finding out the sources for that, they can ask their parents what happened there. Were there ever any lawsuits there? And when they do have lawsuits like that, they keep that shit covered up. You sign your little uh, non-disclosure agreement and you shut the fuck up. We'll pay you a little bit of money and you never hear from you again. Destroy those files, seal that case. Nobody will ever know anything.
Um, I think that's going to wrap it up for me tonight, you guys. I definitely appreciate y'all being here. That's all the info I got on that case as of now. We're going to keep an eye on it. I mean, we're just getting started with this shit. They're going to find out who did it. They're going to have to have consequences. It's going to be a whole thing. And I don't think uh, Crowder will come out unscathed either just because he's already said a couple of times he'll go to jail for it to do that. They will call you a bluff. They will put your ass in jail just for, just for spite, just for talking that shit, you know? So I'm going to wrap it up. I definitely appreciate y'all. You can find me on all those social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Rumble, of course, and YouTube. Uh, you can get this on your favorite audio platforms, Spotify, all that fun stuff. Apple iTunes, just look up Rebel Without a Reason. You'll find me there if you want to listen to the show. Shout out to them. Rebels, thank you guys for being here. Boom. Thank y'all so much for being here. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for y'all. I appreciate y'all staying up late and listening to me. Shout out to the moderators, Anthony McQuaid, Atomic Tabasco, Cat F, Zeta Witches, Kane Sword, Latina and Callie, and the beautiful Miss Tanya Scrapbook. She should be listening right now. Sending out smoke signals over the airwaves. Thank you guys so much for being here. I will see y'all again on uh, Thursday. I'll try to be on time at 7 o'clock. Peace out, guys. Have a good night. SC Wolverines turning gun six. Thank you guys for being here. I appreciate y'all. Peace out.